Welcome back to episode three of season two. Yeah. Yay, we did it. Again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we did another episode like we do every week. Yep. Um, and you would know that if you were following us on Instagram and Spotify and Twitter and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And and you'd probably know if you were supporting us on Anchor Monthly. That's probably, probably the only way you would know that we post every week, though. Yeah, unless, you know, you hear it once from us. I'm going to have to stop you right there. This is called misleading the buyers. So, no, that's not the only way to find out for the official record. All right, now continue with your malarkey. Um, Like we said, you can find us on pretty much any social media platform. We are in the works of a Snapchat, um, and we will post that once we have it. Um, on probably Instagram or something like that. Um, and we'll make sure to plug it in next week's episode. Um, we've got merch. Um, should we tell them about the stuff coming or should we just not? We'll save it. We'll we can, save it. We can just say that there's something coming. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's we'll so there's totally something coming. Um, it has been approved. It has been... Uh, it's been shipped. It's been paid for. Um, it's on its way. Uh, we won't tell you what it is, but look forward to it and get your dollars ready. Uh, especially <laughs> in time for the Christmas season. What we have just got will, um, I think it'll be enough merch to put together like a Christmas package for our listeners. That'd be, yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, so keep your eye out for that. Um, if you bought a shirt, um, you probably have it by the time you're listening to this. Um, and you can use the hashtag TCC shirts, um, and we will then see your shirts uh, on Instagram or Twitter or uh, Facebook. Um, and we want to see you wearing them, and then you can be featured in our Instagram story. So, um, or on our soon-to-be Snapchat story. Yes, or on our soon-to-be Snapchat story. Or uh, probably both, but... Most likely both. <laughs> we'll see. Um, we'll see. We only have, of the shirts, we only have like three, as a, at the time of us recording this, we only have like three XLs, four larges, and three mediums, and then like a double XL. I'm pretty sure that's all we have. So uh, we're like running low on shirts, um, and we're not going to restock them. We're just going to make a new logo um, and put it on a t-shirt. So In about five years, this will be considered the, uh, <laughs> the, OG. the, the retro. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, make sure to get one. Um, yeah. So, I needed to clear something up, because after last week's episode, or not last week's, the... It was last week's. Was it? No, it was the first, it was the first episode. Yeah, it was the first episode of season two. Um, Kai, we got many comments asking about how you do your meth. Um... And did I did I make a math joke? No, you said math. You said you're really <laughs> engaged in math and you love math. And multiple oh, listeners thought you said meth. So Andre and I wanted to because know. Because of course it wouldn't make sense that someone likes math. Who likes that? <laughs> okay. So please tell us all about your meth addiction. <sighs> See, it all began when in my junior year I developed a thesis about... Uh, I developed a thesis about pain medications and you see in order to do research for this i thought i could you know read reviews or i could dive head first and just do it all yourself and do it all so yeah first-hand I'd experience try a little bit of everything <laughs> and only only that one stuck with me 
All right, nice. So uh, this is not a this is not a uh, confession. This is not usable <laughs> in the legal court of Washington. Thank you. So um, don't do meth, but Kai does meth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving out any information about buyers or or how much I use or where I use it. I'll just say break off a small piece and apply to the affected area. All right. Facts. You see, on the on the board here, it just said Kai doing meth, and I had no idea what that meant. But so they like to surprise me, I suppose. Anyways, with that being said, NF released a new song. It doesn't. Yeah. It isn't attached to any album. It's just a hit single. What do you guys think about it? Have you listened to it? Yes, yep. I I listened to it the first five minutes it came out. So I listened to it. Um, thought it was really good. Just top. He just keeps topping his music, and I love it. I liked it a lot too. I listened to it like first day, I think. It had like two million hits in the first day or something, so he's he's uh definitely on the uprise more than he was too, so it, he's been flying up. <laughs> definitely. It was good, but I hate to say that that it was predictable. Because um as is with a lot of NF music is it kind of repeats itself. It's very verse chorus, verse chorus, bridge chorus. Right. Which not all rap is. Uh, nonetheless, if that's what you're into, which I am, and which you are, it was really good. Uh, and another way it was predictable, and this, again, predictable is not bad, it was good, that um, he said in one of his songs, I can't remember which one, but in the Surge album, he said, oh no, we gotta keep the buzz from fading. He's like, oh wait, I have an idea. How about instead of doing social media stuff, we'll just drop an album uh, or a single out of nowhere, and then everyone's all happy and they like it. Yeah. And what do you know? It's exactly what happened. So he, he, he told us. He told us what was coming. <laughs> and we surprised. What I've noticed about NF's music is he tends to do that. He'll tell us what's coming, and it doesn't make right. sense until it he happens. drops the song. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, let's go back and listen to this album. Mm-hmm. And he told us the name. He told us when he was going to drop it. Like, yep. he told us everything. And yep. I'm like, dang, what a guy. Facts. Yeah. Uh, I have a question before we get into Andre's uh, question of the of the week. Um, have you guys ever ran from the cops? I have not. Uh, <laughs> uh, you I'm, and your meth thing over there, <laughs> have you ever ran from the cops? Well, there's a different scenario I'm thinking of, but go. I, I'm curious. To see. Okay, I'll tell my story. All right. I, <laughs> so I was helping a friend move. I was helping a friend Isaac move uh-huh. with, with Eli. Eli and I were helping Isaac move. And uh, Isaac's family tends to have a lot of uh, firearm weapons. So our car, the sedan, uh-huh. we decided we'll put all the firearms in this car. And that way it won't be in the moving car with all the other stuff. And we can't check on it and make sure it's all good, right? So we put Eli in the back seat. And then we put all the weapons on top of him. Oh. <laughs> and... And I hop in the passenger seat, and we're, we're driving. And, of course, we get lost, because Isaac is one of the worst drivers I know. <laughs> but he's better than his dad, I guess, which is why we put the guns in his car. Anyways, <laughs> so Isaac is driving. We get lost. And we're in the middle of nowhere, driving down this, this old country road with you know, trees on either side and like no signs but the, the yellow dotted line going through the middle. And then, what do you know? There's a cop car behind us. Oh, no. So, of course, everyone's freaking out a little bit, but Eli's freaking out a lot because he's the one in the back seat with a bunch of things on top of him. And he, like, you know, lays down to hope he doesn't get seen or whatever. And then 
Isaac does the sketchiest U-turn I've ever seen. It was, it was a four-way stop, and he just entered a little bit and turned around in the middle of the intersection with the cop car behind oh us. Oh, boy. And just sets off. And Eli is like, he, you know, he's freaking out. He's, he's, dare I say, on the verge of tears. But sure enough, we get a, I mean, it wasn't exactly running from the cops, but it was... Avoiding? Uh, it, it was not, intentionally not being followed, shall we Right, say. definitely. Yeah. I, uh, I have run from the cops. Um, I've run from the cops twice, actually. <laughs> Um, and mom, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry. Uh, the first time, <laughs> I say it like it's just something that I do. <laughs> you I know, the first time it was easy, but. <laughs> the first time, <clears throat> it was like seventh grade, I think. And I was skating with one of my buddies. And we were in some of the new, newer apartments in Battleground. And, you know, we're skating there because there's good skate spots because it's a construction site. Um, So we're, like, hitting gaps and, like, little stairs and things like that. Um, And I remember calling my mom off of my buddy's phone and asking for more time to stay out and, like, skate, (laughs) which was a bad idea. Uh, So we stayed, like, an extra extra hour or maybe 45 minutes or something like that. and this cop shows up. Well, he shows up through the entrance that we had come in. This whole uh, apartment complex is gated. Um, you're, so wait, you're skating in an apartment complex? Well, it's in the parking lot of an apartment complex. Uh. Apartment complex is fenced in. It's fenced around. Uh. There's no way that we could have got in. Um, anyways, I'm like, all right, well, it's time to go. And so... Uh, my buddy, he's overdoing his last trick or whatever, and I walk through the apartment through this unit that I had um, that I had gone into to like get in the building. Um, so I walk in this unit and I see a cop car from the unit window, and I start running. I'm like, shit, shit, run, <laughs> run! And he goes, what do you mean? And I run right past him, and I'm still running. Um, him, your friend. Yeah, yeah okay. my friend. So my the, my friend runs. My friend's still walking with his board. He walks into this apartment building, and I'm running. And I look behind me, and he walks in and sprints out because he had seen the cop car too. Um, so wait, geez. did you know you were in a no skateboarding area? Oh yeah, we were not supposed oh, to okay. be there. <laughs> <laughs> so that that part was left out at the beginning. Oh, but continue. Um, and so. Uh, we start running. We run across this parking lot that's all fenced in around these uh, apartment buildings. Okay. Um, and the cop had walked all the way around the back of the building, whereas we had just cut through one of the units. Um, and so when we had looked at the cop car, there was no cop in the car. Um, but he, but the cop didn't walk through any of the units. He walked all the way around the building. So we're running diagonal this way across the um, across the parking lot. He's walking around the building right here. He sees us, yells at us, and I was like, what do we do? Let's just keep running. And my buddy, of course, being the smart one of the group, he's like, no, no, no. Like, we'll just let him. We don't want to go to jail. Like, we don't want to get caught. And I'm like, no, just keep running. He's like, stopped already. And I was like, ah, crap. And so I stopped running from this cop. So, So this probably wasn't his first time. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. 
And so I stop running, and we start, we turn around and walk back towards this cop. Um, and I'm, like, whispering with him as we walk over. I was like, should I use a fake name? Like, should I use a fake birthday? Like, what are we going to do here? I don't even have my wallet on me. And he's like, just use your real name. Like, we'll be fine. And the guy was like, the guy was pretty chill. He was like, you know you're not supposed to be here. You guys are young. Just leave. Let me take your names and birthdays. And then that was that. <laughs> so. Dang. <clears throat> The other time I ran from the cops, I was driving down uh, 500. This was a, a little while ago. Um, driving down Route 500 um, back home to downtown Vancouver. And I'm going like 70 and a 55 or something. That's... Uh, <laughs> Is this the time you texted me and Kai when we were like hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I texted Kai and Andre after this. I was like, guys, I ran from the cops. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going like 70... <laughs> In a 55, uh, me and this car around this corner. On this corner, this cop had pulled over someone else. Um, and the cop is walking back to his car. Well, he points at me and tells me, and like, signals for me to pull over. And I was like, really? Like, you're not even in your car. You're still dealing with someone else. You can't just tell me to pull over. And... And I was like, plus, there's another car right next, right beside me going the same mile an hour that I am. Like, how do I know he was pointing at me? But how you, does were, he... you were in the middle lane, right? Well, it's a two-lane road. Oh, okay. So I was on the inside. The other car was on the outside. And then oh. he's in, in the shoulder. And I was like, and you don't even know that I'm speeding. Like, get out of here. Um, and so <laughs> I, I speed up around this corner and then around another corner. As I'm rounding the corner, I see the cop flip his lights on and start <laughs> chasing after me. By the time the cop had rounded the second corner, I was already home. So he couldn't, he couldn't find me. So we, we do not condone running away from uh, the law or <laughs> law enforcement <laughs> or anything of that nature. But we do like making fun of Noah. So... I remember uh, we were recording that day, the day you told us that, and what I heard Noah say, like verbatim, word for word, was, he at least has to work harder for it. (laughs) Yep, yep, I remember that. He says, if you're going to pull me over and give me a ticket, you don't do any work for it. No, no, you got to work for it. (laughs) That's what I heard. And you know what? (laughs) I... How do I know he was pointing at me, and how does he know that I was speeding? Come on now. It's true. So It's true. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, Andre, what's your, what's your question? Of the Anyways, uh, I said a couple <laughs> weeks ago, probably, I think, that uh, I'm in charge of Get to Know You Question now. It's my segment. So my Get to Know You Question is, <clears throat> if you were a leader or a ruler... What would your first rule be? Like your first law. Oh. Uh, can, like, what kind of ruler? <laughs> would I be an emperor or would I be a king? Yeah, are we talking like... And if I was a king, just, what just kind of monarchy would it be? Would it be a legislative <laughs> monarchy or would it be a, you know, like... Dog. <laughs> it's a monarchy. <laughs> well, if, are we talking past or like now? Let's just say now. Okay. Say maybe now. maybe you could give us an example. Yeah. Well, what, of course, you go for an example. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because we got a lot of questions. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably outlaw or just get rid of murder. I guess. I mean, I don't know what else. I have a feeling that's already illegal. 
Yeah, no, but I'm saying I would make that a law for, like, I had my own place. Like, if I was starting a oh. land or whatever kind of thing. I wasn't saying add a new one. I was saying, like, you're uh. creating a place. What's the first one you put down? Okay, so, okay, so, like, there's, so, for $200 million, you can buy an island okay. off of uh, the U.S., and it, it becomes your own territory. Okay. Meaning you don't obey it by U.S. laws, and you mm-hmm. don't pay U.S. taxes. You are your own country. Yes. So, you mean... You yes. being the leader of that, what's the first rule you would yep. set? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I should have been more clear, but... Okay, that makes more sense. I understand. Wait, this is the... F- this is... Why are we making this harder than it needs to be? So this is the <laughs> We're first... We're not just you. <laughs> this is the first law that has ever been made in this new territory. Yes. Oh, okay, The very okay, first okay. one. Um... Probably, like, a taxation law, honestly. Oh, boy. <laughs> Or, yeah, probably a taxation law. <laughs> it would be, huh? Or just, like, a law that divides up the land. Maybe something like that. That might be more useful. I would set up a form of currency, uh, probably. And I would get to name it something which I would put more thought into than a podcast requires. But, <clears throat> yeah, I would set up a currency and it'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I'd probably make it um, a hexagon or a triangle. I'd make it a triangle. Oh. A currency of triangles. Call it Caillou. Caillou. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but it doesn't have any hair and it's going to die in six months, so. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all you Caillou fans out there, <laughs> sorry about that one. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> that's all I had. Should we go to ad break? Let's, Let's go to ad yeah, break. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Uh, we're going to go into an ad break, um, and we'll see you guys after the break. Sayonara. Welcome back from the ad break. Uh, if you want to hear your company or your brand or whatever during um, that ad break, you can get in contact with us through our business email. Um, and we would love to work with a, work a deal or, um, just figure out how we can get you, um, the following that you need to either run your startup or continue a brand that you've had for a long time. Um, today's topic is Instagram. Uh, this one is, this one's kind of a bit in depth, so we're going to unpack it a little bit. Um. So but do kind best of, to follow along. Yes. We hope you like it. <laughs> um, we want to start with Instagram taking away likes um, that you can go and see um, on someone's page. So we want to start there and we want to kind of end with our conclusions um, and our opinions on how Instagram should be best used um, f- healthy, healthily. I don't... That was the right word. Healthily? That's a word? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So that's where we're going to try and end, is what the healthy use of Instagram looks like, Um, whether that's in our lives or whether that's what we suggest. Um, First thoughts, what do you guys think of Instagram taking away likes um, for when, when you click on someone's page, you can't see how many people have liked that? What do you guys think of that? Um, why do you think that Instagram did that? 
Well, sorry, just a clarifying okay. question. Me as someone who doesn't use Instagram, uh, if I post a picture, can I still see who, people who like it? I don't think so. I think so, they're just removing the like button. Okay, in so you general. can't like any picture. Well, no, you can like it. It will just say liked by blank and blank. Uh, like when you like a photo, usually your best friends or your close friends can see like, oh, this person liked oh, yeah. it. Like when Andre likes a photo that I'm also following that person, it'll say Andre right. and uh, Malia liked along with 73 others or something like that. Yeah. Um, but now it will just say Andre and Malia and others like this photo. Or if you get into the millions and you have millions of likes, it will say Andre and Malia and millions of others like this photo. Huh. So it's not an exact count anymore. I thought it just meant like nothing. I thought it just didn't show it. No. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of people focus too much on the numbers. And if their numbers don't do go well, they take it personal. So uh, I guess it's good and bad, I guess. But I mean... I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't even know where the bad would be for taking it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless, you know, like, the top people get paid by YouTube for likes, then I don't know. I I don't like it. Uh, one of my closest friends is a really good photographer. She mm-hmm. goes on hikes and will take pictures of wonderful places, and, and she, like, will negotiate with companies on Instagram and post her pictures on Instagram, and the companies will pay her for that. Right, um, and I feel like uh, it's it kind of deincentivizes <clears throat> and kind of degrades the availability of people who want to thrive financially on and through Instagram. Right, and it's also kind of pointless. I mean, they're still telling you a roundabout number of how many people are liking the photo. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean it's. What are they trying to gain from that? I'm sure they've released a statement, but I haven't read it. <laughs> and... um, <clears throat> I'm, you're, I like what you said about the, the photography because this it's affecting marketers and right. companies the most. Um, they're the ones that look at how many per- people are following this person and then how many likes they have. If this person has 2 million followers and then they have 30,000 likes... Well, then we want to, you know, do a brand deal with this person or we want to use this person's photos. Where if someone has um, 2 million followers and only 200 likes, you're like, well, they obviously <laughs> don't get the engagement that we yeah. want to give them. We don't want to give them money or, or AdSense, you know? Yep. Um, but I think that Instagram is doing this because people are finding their worth in likes and followers um, on the internet, more specifically Instagram. I mean, we could talk about Facebook or Twitter uh, or Twitter as well, but I think that they're doing it to combat um, like the dehumanizing of people uh, by the like button and the follow button. I don't think that's why they're doing it. I think... Um they're doing it because all of that public information where other marketing companies could go and see uh, the kind of statistics between, oh, well, this person uses, um, this person uses, uh, has, you know, has these pictures and is liked by that kind of demographic. Now all of that public information can only be seen by Instagram. And Instagram is able to take in this information and sell it to people. <clears throat> so 
kind of boosting their own <clears throat> their own revenue as opposed to other people being able to use it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I pulled up this article that says that uh, you can see your own likes on your own posts, but when you visit other people's, you won't be able to see it. Okay. Um, it's interesting um, because outside of the marketing and the business side of Instagram, um, we can tell that many people... I mean, many people don't use it to market their brand or uh, promote their business. Um, and we see that Instagram can be a really unhealthy like addiction. So I want to dive into that and dive into like people finding their worth and their value and likes and how it starts from just making an account to an addiction. What do you guys think? Well, as someone who doesn't use Instagram, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I have seen people who I think take a bit too much into, oh, well, this picture didn't get so many likes, and oh, this picture got too many likes, or, or things like that. But I think um, more of the demoralizing from social media comes from cyberbullying, mm-hmm. and people who will <clears throat> openly and admittedly bash on things that people post just because they want to do that. Right. And likes doesn't exactly help with... Actually, getting more likes would help with that for some reason, as opposed to other things. Yeah. Um, I can actually kind of share the side of the thing. <clears throat> I used to care about my likes and follows and stuff back in, like, high school. Mm-hmm. And, like, if a picture... Let's just say I didn't get over, like, 50 likes, I'll just delete it. Oh, really? Yeah, I... I cared because I thought, you know, in my mind, I thought people, you know, they didn't like me or something. But then I, you know, kind of talked to myself about, like, that's not what matters. Right. I know people like me in person, and the people who matter most are not the ones just avoiding, you know, like, it doesn't, you know, that doesn't show value at Mm -hmm. all. It's just a button. (laughs) Definitely. It it shows the, uh, the difference between, like, you know, online usage, like people that are based online and then people who are based in like the face to face because, um, you know, you go home and ha- you've had a bad day and you join in this social web online on Instagram and you want to post a photo and you want that to do re- really well. You want to be received well. You want to be represented well. And like you were saying, if a post doesn't get more than 50 likes and you have, you know, 600 followers, you're like, okay, so then that means 550 people didn't like my photo. Yeah. What does that say about me? And then you kind of go through the ranks or, um, you know, some people have more followers than others and you're like, okay, well then that person's more popular. Like everybody wants to be popular to an extent or everybody wants to be well received or liked. Um, and so then they're going and seeking out more followers or more likes and they find themselves empty or they hit, they hit their like limit, you know, they hit that 50 and they go from there and they're like 75. And then after the 75, they're like 125. Soon they're pushing for higher and higher limits. So something that social media in general will do to you is it can give you something like known as like 
fake interaction with people. And that kind of tricks your head as if you are being social. Mm -hmm. And then when you don't have that, you know, you feel lonely. And uh, a lot of the people who use it to a high extent nowadays, they don't actually have that face-to-face social interaction. So when they're, like, out in public, they're very, you know, socially awkward. And they don't know how to, like, communicate with people. Right. And that goes back to Kai's point, too, of, like, of cyberbullying. Is, like, they, you know, you don't want something like that to be in a space where you're... It's It was made for connection. It was made to, you know, build a bond with people and build relationships. And, you know, that could be a form of cyberbullying. Um, I want to go through a list, um, Andre made one as well, of, uh, the pros and cons to Instagram, um, because it is a good, it's a good social network, it's a good social web, you know, to keep in contact with people. That was my number one, is keeping in contact with friends and family. Um, what were, what were yours, Andre? So, my, my first pro was that you can share your life. Some people, you know, might not be able to see what you are like. Like, mm-hmm. you first meet someone, in, um, you might have to take a long time to build up what you're interested in and stuff. So, I mean, I guess it kind of makes a shortcut to it. <clears throat> but, you know, you can share yourself out there, I guess. Um, yeah, I put connecting with friends and family. Um, you can stay in contact with them. That was like, my next one. <laughs> stay um, linked. The one, like, a good example that I have is I'm following my cousins on Instagram. I don't think I started following them until, like, six months ago, maybe. Um, And it's cool to see where they're at because I never see them. Um, And we don't really have a relationship at all other than they're just my cousins. They're just people out in the middle of nowhere, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But they'll hang out with my grandpa, who I do have a relationship with. And it'll be cool when they post, like, hey, just hanging out with Grandpa, or, like, their family is in photos, and I'm like, oh, so that's how my family's doing, like, yeah. way over there in Texas. So, it's cool to see that and see the friends and family aspect of Instagram. The uh, Another thing I, I had in a, a good thing about it is you can see cool photography from people. Some people put a lot of hard work <laughs> into taking nice pictures, and they want to share it, and that's how a way to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I take appreciation into that. Um, also, for, like, content creators or, like, athletes or, or people, you know, who are uh, influence, you, you can follow them on there. And then, like, you can kind of see what's going on with them. Just, just if you're curious. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's that was the second one that I put, was keeping up with celebrities or artists or... Um, just people that you enjoy the content that they make and you want to be a part of that. Um, it's a way, I also put it's a way to market your own products that like we had talked about. Instagram came out with a new feature like a year ago where the price tag is in the post, you know, and you can buy straight from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I put, and even the keeping up with celebrities Um, I feel like that could be a double-edged sword. And same with connecting with friends and family. You know, you can always take that too far. 
but it's <laughs> too, just something too to, much of family. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> whoa! Um, just recently came off of Thanksgiving, so I familiarized with that. It's <laughs> a joke. I love my family. Continue. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just something to do on your free time. It's a good space filler. Um, but I also put that in my cons. It's a space filler. That's all I have. I don't have any more pros that I kind of thought up of. So what do you what do you think, Kai? What are your pros for Instagram? <laughs> what was a what's a good reason? Even though you don't use it, but yeah, that was going to be my opening statement as well. As someone <laughs> who doesn't use Instagram, um, uh, I like the group chat portion of it because um, my closest friends are my classmates who I graduated with and who are off in college <laughs> doing college things. Right. Uh, my comrades. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> you guys are my comrades. And okay, back on track. Where was I? Yes, there's a large uh, group chat that we have on Instagram, or a few group chats actually, where it's just. I mean, even if it's as joking as sending a bunch of memes, but we can. It's still a way of hanging out and being able to yeah. keep up our friendships, mm-hmm. which is something I do value, even though I don't use it on Instagram. <laughs> I I like that it exists. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are the cons that you have, Andre? So I'm just gonna list them all off in order, and or I guess I'll just list one at a time and then explain it. All right. <clears throat> uh, my first one is it can lead to depression, um, and that's just from you know lack of people interacting with your the stuff you're putting out, or you know, I guess kind of things like that. Just that'll make you feel kind of sad, I guess. That, like, no one cares about you. Right. I mean, if you're hearing this, then just let you know people do care. Um, it's not about the likes or anything. That doesn't matter. Well, it... it I'm glad that you brought that up. It, it just, like, has... It's a weird sense of reality of, like, having, you know, even 200 followers. Having 200 followers that you that Instagram labels as your friends and they may just be people that you went to high school with they might not actually be your friends um you know they these people get labeled as your friends and they can like or not like your photo if they don't like your photo your mind is filling in the blank for you oh yeah they don't like my photo they're not liking it or they did like it and they didn't comment on it Take it one step further. You know, my my best friend from, uh, you know, high school commented on this photo, but, like, my family member on Instagram didn't, like, comment on this photo? Like, what the heck's up with that? Or, or you know what hurts real bad is when you post a picture on the story of the college comrades, and then we get likes, but the picture has a question, and they yeah, don't even answer the question. And they the don't question. answer the question. That like, one hurts. Uh, yeah, that one hurts, too. <laughs> <laughs> we sad boys up here. Andre's crying over here. Just so you know. Um, I completely... I'm sorry, forgot. I interrupted you uh, No, it's okay. <laughs> I continue with my thing. Um, the next one I said was, like, the, I guess it's the... I brought it back to f- the fake interaction and fake social. It kind of it makes you feel like you are, but you really aren't. Like yeah, actually false sense of reality. Need. So... Well, and then you, you know, you text up all these people and you're like, yo, let's hang out or let's, like, do this or, you know, you try to make plans or, uh, and, the, and that those fall, things fall through, um, or, 
the other thing is you're comparing yourself to other people on Instagram. That was actually my next note. Okay, go for it. Take so, it like, the thing is, you can see someone, oh, this guy got more likes than me. Oh, people must like him more. Or, you know, this person got way more comments and I didn't get any. Yeah. You know, can go into your head where you're like, oh, people must not like me. Or even even um, going from, like, people must not like me, uh, even taking that into a self, like, depreciating way of, of saying, hold on, this person just went to Disneyland, like, mm-hmm. and I just took a picture with my dog in my front yard, and mm-hmm. they got more likes, like, their life must be way better than mine, like wow, look at me, I'm such a loser, I suck, because I can't go to Disneyland and take this awesome photo. Or even going with the photography thing is like, wow, this person can take so many great photos, like, I can't take these kind of photos, and that must be why people hate me, is because, you know, I can't take good photos, so I'm not getting good likes or good comments. And, I mean, there are people out there that don't think like that, but there are many that do. A lot of it is, it's not a, it's not like a conscious thing that you are thinking throughout each day and uh, it's more something that just your mind fills the blanks on um, these small social cues that Instagram that you're you're reading into that Instagram has just put yeah. right in front of you you know I can hear the comms major in you Noah sorry <laughs> <laughs> no it's not bad that's all I had for my list oh wow I had um I only went four and four, so... I had... uh, It's a way to be marketed against. Um, So, I mean... Everybody falls into marketing and advertising. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, That one's kind of of tricky. I mean, if you like a product, then you're you're going to buy it. But, you know, Instagram is tailoring ads so that things get sold to you. Like, that's just how the advertisement world works. Like... The things that the ads you're seeing is because the ads have been tailored to you, and they notice what you like. They, they notice, notice what, what you, you like. You know about that? I have um, a program on my computer that will filter out um, like extra. Uh, I don't know computer things, the internet things that try to glean my information passively yeah. without me having to deal with it, right? And about three times a day, I'll just you Google something and click on a link. And then I see analytics.twitter.com has been blocked. Ah, nice. It's, it's, it's weird how often I see that. You know? You get me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Back with the, the marketing. Everyone's a suspect. Um, taking up free time. Like, the more time you spend on Instagram, the, the worse this depression or this um, idea set of I'm not good enough or... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not liked is going to sit in and you're either going to beat yourself self up for it even more um, or you're just going to strive to reach more and more goals and to the point where you're posting three or four times a day mm-hmm. trying to get your get your stuff out there so that people can see on their feed oh this person's posting and like your photo or the same with stories you know you're posting yeah. 40 stories a day which is absolutely insane <laughs> Um, when it takes me a minute and a half to go through, like to just tap <laughs> as fast as I can to get through someone's story, I'm like, okay, that's, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. I unadded those people. <laughs> I just mute their stories often. Uh. Um, Cyberbullying is a huge thing um, on the internet 
just in general. I mean, people we're already talking about people not being themselves um, on an online platform. Some people um, get way too comfortable. Yeah, you get comfortable behind a screen, um, and so you can say or post whatever you want without the the physical ramifications of that actually happening. You know, like if I was to uh, if I was to post a booty pic. Like, my mom isn't physically there in front of me to say, no, you need to put some, you know, shorts on or something like that. Um, I'm calling out all the Instagram thoughts right now. Um, But there's no instant ramifications of of anything happening based on what you've just posted, you know. You're only getting that feedback over time. Yeah. um, we talked about the de- dehumanizing in social situations. Mm-hmm. Um, the celebrities one is a double-edged sword too, because if you're following your celebrities and your artists and whatever, um, you could end up starting to post content that is just like them. Um, and that can be dangerous as well. Um, <clears throat> we, we are kind of running out of time. I would love to jump into to my part. Oh, I yes. would too. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. We're I want to. I want to talk about this next one first. Yeah, I want to go back to the photography. All right. When do you guys feel? Um. How do you guys feel about the use of Instagram around you? Um. I feel that it's used a lot around me, um, and I'm guilty of using it often in to fill like a silence, like. Or feel boredom. Yeah, most people be in public and then just don't know what to do, so they pull their phone out and right. just look at Instagram or something. Um, Kai, what about you? Hey. What do you, where do you see Instagram being used the most? Um, I've seen a good number. Well, I usually see Instagram most around girls. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and while I don't hang around girls very often, what I see is. Um, I see like makeup tutorials or uh, I don't know, music artists. Um, yeah, but around my friends, I would usually see like uh, <laughs> my my school had a weird rule where we couldn't uh, have phones on campus, right? Uh, so of course there were those who would have their phones on campus when the teachers aren't in the room. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> there was a there was a video we took of uh, uh, our friend Joshua doing something and we put it on an Instagram account that we made called the Joshua fan club account because Joshua's family didn't have phones mm-hmm. or, or cell phones at least that would be able to, well, the kids didn't, the kids weren't given phones. So right. Joshua didn't have an Instagram and he had no real desire to use Instagram anyways, but they made an Instagram account for him named the Joshua fan club and our class got in trouble, but ambiguously because we couldn't. They couldn't prove anyone who took the photo. So they said, we know someone took the photo, and we know some of you are part of this account. Could we just ask that you take this photo off of the account? And then we uh, removed the... Removed the account? <laughs> we, no, we removed the faculty from the account. <laughs> we, Block them? Yeah. <clears throat> Which uh, was not exactly the healthiest way to deal with the situation, but, <laughs> but it happened nonetheless. Uh, I... Me not being on Instagram is really just, it shows to how much I see little of Instagram because I see Instagram very little and then I don't have any desire to use Instagram because I don't see it. 
cool. I ask because <clears throat> I want to hear what your guys' take is on um, when taking a picture or um, taking pictures with Instagram in mind mm-hmm. is okay. We see people at concerts more and more. They're basically videotaping the whole concert. You see Snapchat stories of every single person that went to the Jonas Brothers concert, (laughs) and that's all your feed is. What is a healthy amount of taking photos for Instagram, would you guys say? Should you even be thinking of Instagram when you're taking photos? Should you even be posting those beautiful photos on um, on, a, on a page that you took or should you just let the experience speak for itself? For me, um, it depends. So like, let's just say you're at like a, a hilltop or something and there's like a sunset. Yeah. Right? I would say take around like one picture and then just Take it like just put your phone away and just be in the moment. Yeah. Um, unless there's like people there and you want to get individual pictures, just I mean for memory's sake, yeah. But like, if you're thinking immediately, oh, I want to post this right away. I think that's kind of unhealthy. But uh, I mean that's just my take. Like if you're at a concert, I say take maybe a couple pictures and then cool, or a video, short one, and then put your phone away and just enjoy it. Well, um, when my class had a senior skip day, we did it on a Thursday where the Friday we already had off of school and the Monday we had off school because it was like a memorial weekend or something. So we got a five whole days of of free time and we all pitched in some money to rent out a house in Sun River and it was snowy and it was really, it was amazing. And we uh, kind of set something up beforehand where... You could take your phone and start a video and go up to someone without them knowing and just say a random big word. And they have to, as quickly as they can, as fast as they can, spell the word, whether or not they spell it right. <laughs> so so that was really fun in that we we got to like have these memories with each other, but also in a silly way that we all previously agreed beforehand this yeah, wouldn't really interrupt like our our time with each other. And... That whole weekend, of course, we had people posting on socials, but I didn't feel at all like no one was ever not with us in the moment. Okay. So, it can be done, <laughs> is, my, is what I'm saying. But yeah. um, <clears throat> I often take photos at concerts, but I'll take, I'll take one to two because I try and be present. Um, there are, I, off, I don't, I never take photos with the intent well, I probably have before, but I never take photos with the intent of um, posting them to Instagram. <clears throat> I'll use I'm I'm really bad at taking photos. I wish I would take more photos. <laughs> I just don't look back at them, so I have no reason to take them in the first place. Um, but like Andre, I think I'm in the same boat as Andre. Is like take one photo of that sunset. Um, I love sunsets; they're my favorite thing. I'll take one. And even when I was in Hawaii, I took one the first day, and then none the rest <laughs> of the time, you know, just in, just to sit there and enjoy it. <clears throat> I I like Kai's idea. I like I really like that idea of <laughs> yeah. like, hey, we're going to all agree that we're going to be on our phones, and then you have this explicit thing that allows everybody to be on their phones and be posting, whereas like 
you go on a family trip and, you know, there's one person, sometimes it's me, um, who just sits on their phone the entire time. Yeah. And implicitly, you know, some people are like, well, he shouldn't be on his phone. And then other people are like, well, whatever. And, you know, you get this gray area. Yeah. It depends a lot on the context you're in and the people you're with. Definitely. Um, Andre and I both are on Instagram 35 minutes a day. We checked our the little mm. Instagram usage button. Right around That's there, very yeah. little, actually. That's what we surprising, got. Yeah. And I was surprised, too. <laughs> I was like, wow, it feels like sometimes I'm on longer. I'm going to backtrack just one second before we segue into there. Okay, go for it. Um, it was about taking pictures and stuff. Something that I've kind of realized that's pulled me back from taking pictures more often is for some reason being able to see something like that again takes away the value of it yeah and so if i know i can just relive it by looking through my phone it's not going to mean as much as if i never have that again so it makes you enjoy things more i guess mm-hmm. so it's deep um <laughs> uh so that that 35 minutes is our instagram usage which i i hope i it never goes above an hour per day that's yeah. just absolutely insane um we did this thing with kai <laughs> um me and Andre agreed uh, that we were going to show Kai. Kai is not on Instagram. Um, so we gave so Kai... I did some snooping. I'll, I'll just cut you off because I want to... <laughs> go for it. I want to start talking. We, we've done take a lot control. of YouTube talking. It's my turn. All right. Uh, I commandeered Noah's phone and did an in-depth analysis of his Instagram account and of Andre's Instagram account with the question in mind, do their profiles represent who they are as individuals? And... Uh, I have to say I was surprised by, you know, considering you both have had Instagram for quite a while, you have very few posts. Noah has 62 posts. Andre has eight posts, which that's that's crazy to me because I have more posts than that. And I used it for like a year in middle school. Yeah. So and most of them were memes that I handcrafted, which I still laugh at so, <laughs> for the record. Anyways, uh, I'm going to start with Noah because I saw yours first. Okay. Your Instagram account, I felt, uh, showed a lot of things you've done, but showed very little of who you are. Okay. Because when I think of Noah, or if I was to go to any number of Noah's friends and say the word uh, Walmart, then instantly a bunch (laughs) of people have some stories to tell me about this crazy thing Noah did at that one Walmart. Right? Yeah, that's true. Because by nature, Noah, you're just a really goofy and really fun person. Mm -hmm. And what I saw on your Instagram was... Uh, marriage, beach, and... Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Lots of skateboarding. Lots of skateboarding, yeah. <clears throat> um, which are which all do represent you and things you have done. Yep. But the goofiest picture I saw of you was the sixth photo of your stream of wedding photos where all those people who have those Walmart stories picked you up. Yeah. With, and I remember being there. That wasn't your choice. They, they said, get over here, then they picked you up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that being said... Uh, while I do, I w- I've been there for a lot of those things that I saw, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of who you are, someone who doesn't know you, wouldn't be able to learn a lot about, well, they learn a lot about you, but they wouldn't learn you right. from that. Andre, on the other hand, <laughs> with eight photos, that tells me a lot, because he only posts what's important, is what I hear. And his bio is uh, a link to the College Comrades uh, at anchor.fm, yep. which is pretty... <laughs> Go click the link. <laughs> shows you uh, what he finds important in what to know about him. But 
there's going through Andre's Instagram. Those eight posts are all of him with people he cares about. Yeah. And usually he's doing the exact same post in every photo, which is that's I'll leave that aside. <laughs> but but um, while most while on the surface Andre might seem like uh, someone who, if I was to quote the college comrades, beats women. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> he doesn't do that. But uh, and he and you know dropping the door for that lady and telling that one person he's gonna eat his own ass. Anyways, dang, <laughs> these are throwbacks. That's what we see. The, last that's season. what we see on the surface. But but I can see the real you throughout all of your photos when that it's not about you know like the the hype or what's going on because you care about the people you care about your best friends and what's important to you and that that's that shows in every single layer of your Instagram account. Damn, thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> and I, I can explain my low posts. Um, <laughs> I used to post eh, like once a month, and that was when you know I told you I was addicted or whatever, and I would uh-huh. delete it if it didn't. And then eventually, it got to the point where I was like, I, I don't really care. And then if I like wanted to, I was thinking about someone or or a specific thing happened and with my friends or something and then I'll just post that but that's it <laughs> I I often I don't care I don't care about likes like it it really doesn't matter to me I have no idea what my highest like is um, and same with followers I never really cared about followers I do care about likes when it comes to my skateboarding videos because I think I'm good, and I want other people to, you know, affirm that I'm good. Um, I all, but I realized that's just r- leading me down an empty rabbit hole. Um, so I've recently found myself on a rotation of post about my wife, post something cool that has happened recently, um, and then post a skateboarding video. And those skateboarding skateboard videos are for my use, so that I can go back and be like. I landed this trick. Let's see if I can still do it, you know? Yeah. Um, so your posts have gotten healthier and healthier. I think so. I think I've... And I've put myself on a pattern where I'll post like once a month probably in <laughs> in that rotation, you I know? I post like twice a year. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kai, thank you for that assessment, though. Yeah. I like yeah, that yeah, assessment. That was really fun. Um, let's end it with what do you guys think the best way to use Instagram is from taking photos to post to what you're using Instagram for? Uh, I guess the best way for me to say is to not think, care about what other people think ish to an extent. Obviously you want to know like the good feedback and like the critical stuff, but not like the stuff that's like, too harsh or something that can like degrade you but i'd say use it to you know share your life and uh connect with others that you might not be able to connect with outside of that Mm -hmm. so i think instagram is a great way to keep up friendships that are long distance where you can still keep updated with people you don't see very often yeah and while you probably aren't having like a you know a DM conversation with them. Mm-hmm. You still get to see oh well they did this to they need then you remember them and you still feel the friendship feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great for supporting um local or worldwide
giant talent that you support. Like if you support NF, you can go and show them that you support him. Or if you support the college uh, comrades, the college comrades, you can go and like the. Do we have posts? Do we post? Yes, we post. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if it was post or story. So oh, we do both twice to three times a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can go like that, and then you can show us you like it, and you can comment on our pictures and answer our questions. <laughs> we love it. Uh, um. I think I had one more, but I can't remember what it was, so there you go. Um, I agree with both of you. And that that one pro that we talked about earlier of connecting with friends and family, I think that outweighs all of the cons, or at least most of the cons. Like, you wouldn't stop using Instagram because of that one pro. That one pro that you can connect with your friends and family um, over a long period of time would keep you on the platform um, and keep using it. Well, I mean, I, I kind of disconnected for a couple of months at a time. I go on and off, like, I'll delete it for a month or a couple of weeks or something because I know what it's like to be on the con side. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, most of the, po- the most important people, um, for me, on instead of just connecting through Instagram, I have their numbers. Oh, okay. So I don't really need the Instagram part of it. Just to share pictures, I guess. So you just go and you just ask people directly, friends and family directly. I like that. Um, I, I think that the best way, this is my personal opinion, the best way to use Instagram is to, um, post to keep your friends and family updated, um, and not even worry about the likes. Like if you're getting two likes, who cares if you're getting, you know, 5,000 who cares? Um, and same with followers. I wouldn't, I mean, unless you're a business or a brand trying to make your reach bigger, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, obviously, that's harder to do. Um, <laughs> that was the other one I forgot. The other great pro is that if you're your own local business, you, can, you can advertise yourself on there, which I'm going to do with my Burger Shack, Mick Shack. It's going to be great. You'll see. <laughs> 2026. 20, there it is. <laughs> 2026. <laughs> Mark it in the calendar. Remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Instagram's a good tool as long as you don't misuse it like the rest of your tools. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to end it on there. Uh, thanks for coming back to uh, another episode. College Comrades. Mm-hmm. You know where to find us. All right. All right. Well, uh, Sign see out. you next week. See ya.